Hi, I'm Pete Hammond from Deadline. Welcome here to this panel about the series 1923, which is, of course, the origin series of Yellowstone, uh, one of them. Uh, Taylor Sheridan has a lot going on here, and there's a lot going on in this show as well, uh, which has concluded its first season, but it's we, we are going to get a second season, folks, which is a good thing because the way things were left, I don't know. I don't know about all of you what's happening here. Maybe you can clear it up uh, for us here. Welcome to this panel, and let me introduce all of you. Uh, as Spencer Dutton here, uh, Brandon Schlenar. I always have a hard time with the case here. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> How you doing? Good, man. And uh, as Alexandra, Julia Schleifer. Julia, hi. hi. How are you? Good. How are you? As Banner Creighton, Jerome Flynn. Yes. Hi there. All the way from Wales. Hi, Jerome. Hi, good to be here. And as Jack Dutton, Darren Mann. Yo, hey, Darren. Okay. Uh, as Zane Davis, Brian Garrity. Hi, how are you? And as Elizabeth uh, Stratford, uh, Michelle Randolph. Hi, guys. You are all present. Okay, welcome. And... Uh, First, I just got to talk overall, uh, just jump in about this show, about, you know, what an honor it is here to work with people like Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren and James Bond himself, Timothy Dalton, and all the, uh, you know, big superstars that are in this as well. And all of you have such great characters in this show to play. Uh, so what is it like working 100 years ago? here in 1923 in that kind of environment uh, that this show offers you and working with Taylor Sheridan. Uh, Brandon, what's this been like for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's, a, it's a, a special experience for sure. I mean, Taylor writes, he's an incredible writer, as we all know, and, and uh, he's um, kind of a mad creative genius and he's created a really specific really specific tone that's kind of spread across all of his stuff. And it's this kind of like very textural, like organic uh, of the earth kind of vibe that he has, I think that kind of spreads through all of his stuff. And uh, you can feel it as an actor and it's, it's just the most joy to play in that world and to, to, to exist in that world. And um yeah, it's just it's it's been it's been a wild ride and, and I'm super grateful for it. And and um, I just can't wait to get back. to. Yeah, I, I can't wait for you to get back too. if you're ever going to get to Yellowstone. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Man? Who knows? <laughs> Do you know? I, no, I, oh, I got okay. not a clue. your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Taylor doesn't share this information like a Bible before you start this. Uh, this is where your character is going to go. Or, or do you offer suggestions when you're working? No, I mean, not, not until the script's written. I mean, we got to wait. Um, once it's written, it becomes like a Bible. He doesn't really mess with anything once it's written on the page. But um, yeah, we, uh, we will see. Well, you and Julia certainly get to work together on the show here. And Julia, you're terrific in this. Thank you. Beautiful British accent. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all of that and and that love story uh, full of uh, unpredictable things as uh, I don't want to give away the ending of the episode if people haven't seen it, but you're both going off in different directions, um, mm-hmm. but clearly still tied together. Talk about your character here and working with Brandon in this particular storyline in South Africa and all over the place, you know, away from the ranch. Yeah, I mean, it was it was funny. We felt like we were really filming our own little our own separate kind of movie over there. (laughs) And we, you know, call our friends and be like, what's going on? Um, Because we're hanging out with elephants right now in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's such a special story and it's this really grand love story and everything moves so fast and furious. And so we were, we were on the road constantly and running on adrenaline, which was just so much fun. Um, and yeah, much like Brandon said, I just, I feel so lucky to get to tell a story like this. It's kind of like, it feels like an old fashioned classic Hollywood movie, um, even though it's a show, but um, one very long movie that we're making. And yeah. Well, it's um, got the scope. It's got the scope of a feature film, a big epic. Oh, yeah. You know, there's no question. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, obviously they've got a nice budget for this, which I guess success will give you that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I meant to ask you too, Brandon. I mean, you're a big game hunter here. You're you're fighting off lions and, you know, and getting involved with elephants and all of that. Are they real or, uh, you know, they just appear real? Um, no, they're real. Secrets. They're real? Okay. So what kind of training do you have to go into work with this kind of uh, menagerie? <laughs> Not much, honestly. Uh, there wasn't really any elephant training or, or uh, uh, lion training. I mean, there's 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 a it's kind of a combination of all real all real elephants and lions and tigers and bears and then uh, a stuffy version and then a cgi <laughs> version so yeah. it's, it's it's kind of a meld between all of uh all those guys yeah we showed up and they said here's an elephant <laughs> and we were like okay what do we do yeah, now? I mean, yeah you, you gotta feed them to keep them around that's a thing um the elephants not the lions you don't, yeah you don't we do. The do the elephants fit their marks at all, all every time is it easy to work with them julia they were i mean they were so sweet they were scared of us and so we had we had to give feed them oranges as little treats to lure them over and to show them that we were friends and then they would really just like have the elephant run towards us like we were underneath the car the flip just happened and they just had the elephant run towards us and they were trained that they wouldn't actually trample us. And so we were just underneath the car, just watching <laughs> this, you know, it looked the dinosaur essentially just run yeah. towards us. It was so surreal, but um, they were really sweet. You know, I always thought in acting school, they taught actors how to do sword fights and things just as a lark or something, but that actually came in handy for you here. Kind of. I don't really, I don't do anything with it, but uh, <laughs> I pretty much just throw it on the ground. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was playing swashbuckling when I was a kid, for yeah. sure, with sticks, <laughs> sticks and broom handles. It's fun Fire stuff. Pokers, you know, 
<laughs> action in the living room, some fire pokers. Yeah. Um, a lot of things happen to all these characters. Uh, Darren, talk about Jack. You know, tell us what his exact relationship is going to be to Kevin Costner. You know, a lot of people speculate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea, man. I've been trying to figure that out since day one. <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out. No one knows. I'm either his great uncle or a grandfather. I think I that's know. What is the deal here between you and Brandon and everything? This is like you go on the internet and that's all anybody wants to talk about. What, what do I talk about? Send me a direct message if you figure it out. What's going on. <laughs> but yeah, it's a blast playing Jack. You know, what's cool is that I think a lot of the other characters and men in the story have become who they are and have gone through, you know, their most tragic events that have shaped them. But I think what's cool, Jack, is that we get to go on a ride with him through these uh, life-changing events that really change who he is and, and the ride that he's on and who he's going to become. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a really cool arc. It's a it's a blast working with all these guys. And I look forward to getting back going, whatever we do. Yeah. You know, Jack's an interesting character here. He's a guy of the land and he's that, but he's in love with his fiance, uh, they were getting married and then he had to call it off, you know, and go off with the cattle and everything else. That's what happens in this kind of life, I guess. Yeah, he loves being a cowboy. He loves his family, he loves that way of life and he'll do anything to keep it going, that's for sure. Yeah, well, Michelle, you were not too happy when he had to call off the wedding here, I could tell. <laughs> no, I was not, especially with the scream at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what What's it like, this relationship here? Because it does, you know, without giving away too much, it does go into tragic areas uh, here for for your relationship and, you know, living off the land, as it were, and, and where these where these characters are going. Yeah, I mean, kind of like Darren said, it's really fun with Jack and Elizabeth is we're meeting them at, at such a, a different point than how we leave them. Um, in the show and they they have a really beautiful innocent love story at first and um, I don't think either of them have experienced as much tragedy as they go on to so for Elizabeth specifically she loses her family and and her whole kind of idyllic life that she had and when she joins the Duttons um I think Darren or uh, Jack and Elizabeth's character is um, they have to figure out if their love is going to carry them through the hardships or if it's going to um, turn them against each other. And I think we had a lot of fun playing with that and how our tragedy shapes our future. Yeah, it, it, it is true. And I asked this before here, but, you know, do you get input into your characters with Taylor say like, well, I think she might do this. I think this might happen. Or is he like, he writes all this scripts, I guess. He writes every single thing, every single, I don't know how he does this with all these different shows and things, but what kind of input do you have in, in shaping her? I think that Taylor, there's definitely a pretty clear idea of where in the scripts, when you're reading it, how you think the character should go. But Taylor gave us a lot of freedom, which is kind of the dream of an actor is you get to create, um, the essence of who somebody is. And, and I feel like by the end of it, probably for all of us, we felt so connected to our characters because when you're filming a show, 
you're working on that for five, six months. And um, by the end of it, I'm, I think blurred lines are between Elizabeth and Michelle. Yeah. You guys got to do cowboy camp. He's famous for running a cowboy camp and uh, turning you into uh, literally into these characters. I see Darren is kind of laughing over here, but yeah, was, was that not fun? It was, it was a blast. My, <laughs> my groin might say otherwise, but it was so fun. <laughs> and uh, definitely the best way to start a job. It was, it was such a cool experience getting to, to learn a new skill with a bunch of new friends that you're going to step on set with and, and supposed to have these year-long relationships with. So to get to start at a cowboy camp together, suffering together was the perfect way to get a job going. <laughs> have you ridden horses on screen before? Not on screen, no. No, this is a first. What about you, Michelle? You I had it. No, I mean, besides like trotting on the beach when I was <laughs> five years old. Um, but this was a whole new experience. The Wranglers were so patient, which was really nice. But we we all stepped on really green. <laughs> I, I've got to ask Jerome out there in Wales, uh, what, uh, cowboy camp here. Is it anything like Game of Thrones camp, maybe? Or <laughs> you know? I actually um, I missed the cowboy camp because I was ah it was okay. touch and go because we, we were we we're having a real problem getting me a visa. Wow, so, um, I missed out on that fun and uh, turned up and all the cowboys were there and I yeah it was quite <laughs> it was quite an entry into I, literally the day I got off the plane I I went up the hill and I was. Got my got my submachine gun out, like one of those old ninety twenty, and I was <laughs> I was shooting at these guys and and uh, and uh, great, grievously injuring many of my heroes. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't quite sure who I'd killed either, to be honest. Oh my god! Um, but um, yeah, it was a surreal start to the job, um, but a but a wonderful one as well. Out there with your guns, with Indiana Jones himself and everything else on this show. Uh, <laughs> I had to kind of really take a deep breath and pinch myself to get into character because, yeah, I've never, I've never started a job like that. But <laughs> um, I felt like I was going on. So I've, I've only recently in lockdown started to kind of stare down that barrel of ancestry myself. So to come over and I... I I'm I got Irish on down my father's side, not the Scots, but many of my Irish ancestors came over, and where we were filming, Butte was full of uh, I think they said eighty percent Irish blood there. So it was something to go back to those days, and uh, I really felt like I was taking that journey, um, and it was very visceral, and uh, yeah. Just, just an extraordinary experience, actually, to walk to walk into that. I'd not worked in America before, either. Oh wow! Hmm. Um, yeah, that's surprising. That's got to be something. And then there you are. You're 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 a tough guy. You know, Banner is uh, no sweetheart, no walk in the park. Well, yeah, I think he gets a bit of a bad rap, Banner. He, he, uh, <laughs> what's really fascinating about the show is you've got these. Is that at least as far as us lot are concerned and the Duttons and, and Banner and the sheep herders, the cowboys and the sheep herders, they're all, they're all kind of running from something basically. And the consequences of what was happening over here, 
And that's a story that is that needs to be told. And uh, and I think often, and I, I had just seen 1883 and was very moved by it, really moved, because I thought what Taylor does is he really takes the wide and deep view into our humanity and what, and in this case, yeah, the, you know, I think probably a couple of generations for, before before Banner came over, his his great grandparents would have been thrown off their land in the Highland clearances. Yeah, but as for all of the the colonizers, and in 1883, they would have all been coming over because their land was being taken away, and that empirical kind of um, and much of that was just because the landowners, which were having their 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 pockets filled often from what they were bringing back from America. Um, so it's a fascinating it's a fascinating story to see them landing and then see them developing and seeing America developing. And I think it's really it's also really important that I think it's crucial that Taylor has included the story of the First Nation people and the consequences on them within this in such a honest and visceral way because it's a story that has rarely been told in such a popular format. Exactly. Did you know all this before you went in or did you do you do just a, this kind of research, you know, before you sign on or before you play a character to actually get that background that you can add, you know, and make him three dimensional for you as an actor? Well, like I said, I had started looking down and it's somewhere I did. It, I call it a barrel because it's it's kind of a barrel. I didn't want to look down. I've got my my great, great, great grandfather is. Uh, was Oliver Cromwell, who was largely responsible, wow. largely God. responsible for the kind of identity of the red coat that came over. I mean, he had a yeah. lot to do with that and that religious zeal. So I was in, I was kind of fascinated in that that in, in any way. So to be able to take this journey of a man of the land who had whose family had been dispossessed and live that story. So I came over with, for me, Banner was he had. He had a right to that, you know. He was trying to escape from the great, the big land owners over here, and he walked straight into one in Jacob Dutton. Yeah. And um, you know, he's generally looked on as a like a baddie, but he was just trying to trying to get a share of the land for his sheep, and suddenly he's, he's being hung by his neck. So I, I think he's got a decent, a decent. But then, of course, the consequences of what happens, and this is a story that's uh, that's being when you start to own land by fighting for it. Right. Um, then the whole area of power um, and how that the corruption that's involved in that, and then, you know, and feuds, it starts to distort what, you know, our own natural way of living on the land uh, with a connection to the land rather than rather than where we've ended up to. So I think there's a real mirror into our society today. And it's really important for us to understand how we got there. And I think 1923, I think Taylor does a really good job at, at telling that story. It's pretty amazing. And Brian, is ranch foreman there? Zane, you're solid, you're a good guy. But as we see here too, there are things to be revealed as the season goes along and uh, clearly into the second season, with your character, we're, we're seeing um, more dimension, I think, particularly what happened in the last episode, too. I'll agree. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love, by the way, Jerome, I, did, I, I love what you said, because I did see, I did see 
very much what you talked about in your portrayal. I could see you're like, I like you love this guy, you know, and and I could I, see the 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 pain there. I could see that. I really could. Mm. So well done, my man. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love that. I love I saw that, and I'd love to hear you talk about that because I saw that and I talked about it, and and so to hear that go on, I saw that. It's beautiful. Mm. Thank you, man. That means. That, that means a lot coming from anybody, especially you. Thank you. Yeah. So talk about Zane and 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 what you went through to inhabit that kind of character. Yeah. So the cowboy camp was, as everyone said, great fun and totally demoralizing. You know, uh, <laughs> to learn a new skill as an adult is difficult. Uh, horseback riding takes time and becoming a cowboy. So that was a crucial part. And again, uh, like Darren said, it was great to like fall on our faces and just embarrass ourselves and have triumphs. Um, that was the first part is to feel comfortable with everyone. And that was great. And then, uh, you know, the hit, I love a job like this because the history and as I got into the history and understanding how people settled here in uh, a first part of it was 1883 watching that was a great um, kind of understanding of the tone and that was huge for me um, and just understanding my duty and the history to the Duttons and why I'm so indebted to Harrison's character was like those are the kind of questions that I I had to ask myself, um, you know, days that in a normal, you know, day on where you're not doing much uh, in 1923 is amazing because we got to right, we got to do all the ranch stuff on those those days where we're kind of not doing anything. We are, um, so that was really fun. We we had such there was days it was just so beautiful the weather and and just riding horses into the sunset was really incredible. Um, and you just kind of felt felt it. We're in this town that is not much is happening so again it works in our favor we're there and and <laughs> we live where we shoot i'd say i said we have each other and that's about it yeah and i thought uh the way it's going uh with the revelation of zane's own family his wife uh what happens to her um yeah. asian wife uh, all of that is very interesting um plotting as they say in the business here yeah the miscegenation laws again i got to read yeah. and learn about that it's really yeah and shooting that stuff is like it just it's a little more personal it just becomes more personal which is i think always better for the actor um so i was really grateful midway through the season taylor had called me and and told me about this idea and and then it had come to fruition. So I was really happy to have something significant and meaningful to do really. Yeah. So if you had a choice guys uh, of where your character is going, cause you clearly don't know all the scoops I thought I was going to get, I'm not getting cause you guys don't know. <laughs> Which is, is, is if there's one guy, I guess that knows maybe paramount. I don't know. But um, talk about where you'd like to see your character going here. Uh, I'm going to start with you up there, Julia, because you really want to get to this ranch. I can just tell. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to go ride horses with everyone else. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, by the end of season one, you really you see Alex come into her own strength a lot. And, you know, when you meet her. She wants this adventure, she wants love, but she's a bit naive to what that means and what dangers exist in the world um, because she's been so sheltered from it. 
So, you know, by the end, they've gone through test after test after test, and she's so devoted to Spencer. So, you know, I'm excited, you know, you know, as you said, at the end, they're separated. And um, to see her have to fend for herself is really an exciting idea to me. Um, we don't know what the plot will be, but I, I would love to see her, you know, use more of that strength and, I don't know, get a little scrappy, you know? I think she's got a lot in her. You see it when she slaps Arthur at the end. They think she's ready to rock. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's going to be a brutal journey home, especially if she is by herself. Um, and so I, I want to see her claw and fight her way to get to Montana. And, and, you know, she might be doing that by herself, which is going to be a real challenge, but I think she can overcome it. So. And what about for you, Brandon? We've seen you in flashbacks in World War One. We've seen you fight uh, all the animals, as I said, and all the stuff going on in Africa. Uh, and now, you know, you're somewhere. I'm not sure where. I don't think he knows. But <laughs> what do you? Where do you want to go with this character? Well, I mean, when we leave him at the end of the season, I mean, he's cut. He, he's He's in a place where he's felt like he's lost everything and he may never get home and he may never see her again. And he's just carrying so much pain and guilt and shame and anger. And I'd like to see him sort of process that um, any which way he can, which would probably result in him getting home and kind of bringing hell with him when he does it. So. Um, I'm kind of hoping that that's where it goes and that they reunite Spencer and Alexandra. We have no idea how that's going to happen or if it'll happen. And, um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to get back to the ranch yeah. and, and reunite with, with, uh, with Cara and Jacob and the rest of the family and Jack. I'm really looking forward to having some scenes with Darren. We've been, we've been talking about it for <laughs> a long time and I'm I'm just yeah I'm excited I'm just excited to be in Montana even as an actor I'm excited to be in Montana working and being on a horse I just can't wait yeah and what about you Darren and, and Michelle where, the, where that relationship's headed in season two I think Jack and Elizabeth are rock solid and I think it'll be a fun ride in season two I mean we'll definitely deal with I'm sure some more turmoil that'll get thrown our way, but you know, I uh, I have hope for us, and I will continue to defeat the bad guys and play cowboy to the best of our ability. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and for Brian, you know, uh, your character clearly what what's happening there in the final episode, uh, a, a lot of dramatic possibilities for him. Um, in the next season yeah um i'd love to see him what i love what i love about tv seasons is i like when they flip the characters you know totally i'd like to see zane come back for vengeance and be a maniac to be honest with you. <laughs> that's what i'd like i mean if you really want to come, like and with with these boys and right everyone would be awesome maybe <laughs> you can in episode seven or eight something like that would be pretty good um, that's what I would like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hopefully yeah. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, hopefully watch. watches this, Ta Taylor. <laughs> like, like, very, like, kind of towards the end of episode eight. Yeah, yeah. kind of eight. Yeah. The last scene in eight would be last fun. scene. Yeah, 
It's not, it's not Spencer, well Spencer Jack, and Zane just going <laughs> yeah. out of blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. Next to him. Foot smaller, but still there. All right. <laughs> down. That'll be great. Uh, and Banner, well, he got he got off. So what's going to happen? Well, what I'd like to happen and what's going to happen might be. <clears throat> um, you know, it's hard to see how he's going to get redemption. I he's been he's been pulled into into Whitfield's very dark world, and I'm hoping that the extremity of that darkness might wake him up and think, "Hey, who's the real enemy here?" And there would be an interesting story there, um, in terms of kind of going back to his wife. And uh, you know, I'd like to think that I could turn up at the ranch and say, "Hey, guys, look, I'm sorry about that. I was, I was." hot-headed and maybe i could be a cowboy with you guys um but i don't think you know i think when brandon gets back he's banner's gonna have to really uh be on <laughs> be on guard because uh i'm just hoping it's you know a few episodes in uh, um yeah i'm hoping he gets lost on the way home and then he's gonna <laughs> kind of enjoy himself a bit more. yeah what if he never gets there i mean yeah. that would be a twist impossible maybe, <laughs> maybe banners actually kevin costner's great uncle <laughs> that's a twist George, it's jaws not quite right but yeah that could be that could dream. be people yeah. stop me people stop me you no know, they go do they make it home next season that's like don't even say hi they go do they right. hey, yeah i know i know that's, that's what they want to know when you get home yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Good. And uh, and Michelle, you didn't tell me about Elizabeth, but where would you like her to actually go? I mean, if we're talking about what we want to happen, yeah. Taylor's <laughs> listening to this. Um, <laughs> no, I I think Elizabeth is. Um, she starts out wanting to be a homemaker and finding purpose in in those that she loves, and I think that's more typical of women in the 1920s. And I, it's heartbreaking and devastating the way that the uh, season ends with her miscarriage, but in season two, I would love to see her find purpose in something bigger than just those that she loves and, um, find out that being the matriarch of a family doesn't mean that you have to be a mother necessarily. So I'd love to see her get on a horse, have some edge to her. And I hope that happens. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I can't wait. You know, it maybe maybe he will watch this and take all of your suggestions. I hope so. And I, I just want to thank all of you for joining us here and uh, going on a deep dive here into 1923. Uh, and can't wait for season two. So uh, congrats, guys. We'll see yeah, you down the road. Thank you. Thank you so much.